Welcome to That's What Ni、nee、Said. I'm Ni,、nee, a mother and an entrepreneur. This is my journey to find a footing in life, well, at least try to, and what I have to say about it. Hi, everybody. I hope you've had a good three or even four weeks since that last. Talk to you because it's just it's been so stressful. And if you know me in real life, or you have seen me, or you've been listening to my podcast, you know I put way too much on my plate, and I'm always trying to do way too much because I'm constantly making up for lost time. So today I have two main updates I want to bring to you.、Um, first is I'm finalizing all the things I will be doing during Mom Fest to promote my brand, myself, and to promote our town. You know, because we do have a lot of. Tourists from out of town just for this mom fest, and then I do want to, as part of this community, I do want to show them the vibrancy that's coming from this younger generation. But I'll touch more on that in a little bit. The first thing I want to talk about, and I will keep it brief, is that I have gone back to physical therapy again, out of the habit of oversharing. If you know me, or if you've listened to me before, you know I had a pretty traumatic labor experience when I gave birth to my daughter. I sustained a lot of injuries, and first year postpartum, we were in Japan, and there was COVID and everything, so I didn't really have the necessary resources to support me and to properly heal certain muscles. And it's just the, the human body is so intricate. And again, I didn't really. Was I didn't didn't have any of these information, had I known, and I at some point I will start advocating for this. We sh- as women, we should start learning this shit when we were in junior high, high school. Exercises that it will keep your body healthy. I'm not just mean external things that you can see on the outside, but internal as well, because it's such an important part of our lives. It dictates the quality of your life if you foresee having a child or children on the map for you. So the first year after we moved here, I got for through word of mouth this really good physical therapist, about forty five fifty minutes away. So I got a referral, saw her for six to eight months, and made great progress. And I thought I was done, you know, because at that point I already started to、um, work out again. I started lifting weights, and I was I told her about my workouts. She's like, "Yeah, these are all great workouts for you. Keep it up." And then she told me, "I think you're good on your own now, but if you ever have problems again, just feel free to come back." And sure enough, you know, after the car accident, after not being able to keep up with exercise for eight months last winter, with catching COVID twice and everything that life has thrown in my way, I finally reached a point where I feel like I need her help again. So I went back to my physical therapist. <laughs> And then, mind you, she's supposed to just help me with my pelvic floor muscles, and we started talking. And then she's really warm and really open, and she she really cares. She kind of became my psychologist for at least thirty minutes, and then I was anyway. I've started working out again consistently for the past three four weeks, and finally started to see results again. This is such a long and grinding process when you try to take care of your health. If this is not your default, not for me. I really sympathize with people who are not on the track that they want to be and then trying to regain their health. This really isn't easy, but just hang in there. You will get there. 
That's, it just takes time. But life is so long. If you take care of yourself, two, three months will just happen in a blink of an eye. And then you will see really concrete improvement to your life in every single aspect if your health start improving. So let's just hang in there, shall we? Like I said, I kept it brief, but just getting back on track, not giving up on myself. It is so hard. So many times I just want to lay on the couch, eat some chips, drink some soda. Like I don't even think about it because right now, if I do do these things, I need to think about how many chips I'm going to eat, how much soda I'm going to drink and how much water I'm going to drink afterwards to kind of move it along, get the shit out of my body. But, you know, I know that's not the right thing to do. Just like retail therapy, it helps for the moment, but it is one of the things. It's a sign of being an adult to be able to weigh the consequences of your own actions, right? Not going to preach, but it's just something that I'm trying to practice. I'm very bad at this, but I'm trying to practice it. So that's the quick update on my personal life. Professionally, I'm very happy to announce that during MomFest this year, I will actually be holding an artist meet and greet at the Craven County Bank of Arts here in downtown New Bern, during which I will be selling signed copies of my artwork, limited edition merchandise, and just to meet and talk to people because I've had this question come up a lot. A lot of people look at my art. I mean, I am flattered because a lot of people's first reaction is, oh, this is beautiful, but they don't know what those flowers are. And I have to explain to them. These are chrysanthemums. They're just not your run-of-the-mill American varieties. These are what people really like in Asia, especially Eastern Asian cultures. And it seems like there is a genuine interest in knowing what my artwork is about, what it represents. At the same time, it's just one of those things that hasn't really been done before. You know, the artists, we create all these artwork and it becomes a part of this town, the living and breathing of the town for a month. The best they've got is that it's pleasant to look at, but nobody really gotten to know about the, the artist, their philosophy or anything, the life, the physical, the blood and flesh about it. So I went and spoke with our very lovely folks at the Bank of Arts, and then they all think it's a good idea. So we're just going to give it a try. And I'm hoping if my event can be a success, I might be one of the younger artists in town, and I want to create more opportunities for younger artists who will be coming into town in the years to come. And part of my stress for the past month had been, obviously, I want to sell some merchandise. I want to make some money. But at the same time, I have very unreasonably high standards for myself and the people, the things that I produce. And being in this small town, we have very limited direct manufacturing capabilities. So a lot of things I have to order online. And then because of COVID or because of just the nature of the business, a lot of manufacturers, they don't provide samples or you have to order like a pretty big quantity of samples and it takes time to produce, it takes time to ship. And if you're not happy with it, well, you're stuck with them. So, so a really big part of that was just me constantly stressing out and trying to find whoever like brick and mortar 
shops or manufacturers that are within the state of North Carolina. Maybe I can go visit them. Maybe they will open to like a FaceTime and then show me something. And that's just so incredibly time consuming and exhausting. And obviously I'm utilizing online services as well. But again, it takes time for them to produce and ship to me. And once they arrive, ah, I didn't like how they looked. The only thing that kind of looked okay was some tiny keychains that I made. And I just made a really small batch as kind of a souvenir for everybody that's involved in this process for MomFest. People who has treated me with nothing but respect and grace and given me opportunities open to conversations. So I made just made a little keychain to give away to them just to so we can all remember this experience. And what's interesting is through this process, I have uh, came across this young man in our town. And I really appreciate his spirit. He's just this, he's 20 something years old and he runs a basically a one man show from ordering, from producing, from sales, from ev just every single aspect of it. And many sleepless nights, quick turnaround, he guarantees the, the price. And with the equipment and material that he has, he offers the best quality possible. So I went into his shop because I wanted to see if we can do something together and also just to see how he operates. And then just through conversation, I really appreciate the way he has kind of planned out his goals, his spirit. The spirit is so important because so often you see people who has the luxury of remaining in one location. I mean, for the longest time, you know, the phrase, quote unquote, being stuck in your small hometown seems seemed to be such a negative thing. But for a town like New Bern, it really is what you make of it. It has a lot of potential for growth. If you are truly entrepreneurial, if you truly are motivated to make something out of yourself. But at the same time, if you just want to get a job and passively being given monetary rewards, yeah, you make like I don't know, 10 to $15 an hour, which is not a lot to live on, honestly. And being a small town, you know, you have prominent local families who has accumulated their wealth in this region for generations. You can't compete with that. Maybe you'll be lucky enough to marry into it, but still, one of the things that really gives me motivation hopes these days is to go out and talk to people like him and so many others, my friends that I've met in this area since we moved here, is people who are already out there working with very limited resources, starting from the ground up and has a vision and are willing to really put in the work to build something because they don't want to be controlled and they don't want to rely on anybody else. And they're here to stay and this is their legacy that they're creating. And honestly, there is a ton of space for success in a town this size, if you really know what you're doing. In terms of living here, this town doesn't have everything that I want or need. But in terms of running a business, this is a great training ground. So apart from the meet and greet, another thing I will be doing is I'm going to be partnering up with the people that I've been working with downtown, and we're going to put on a 360 photo booth in the Omarks building where I work at. I spoke to the owner of the building. They're very welcoming, letting us use the space. I am trying to elevate the experience, see what part of Newborn, what, what icons and elements that we can include into this experience. 
So I'm still working on that. I got two weeks to figure it out. So stay tuned. But it's just one of those things. It seems very fun. It's not hard to set up, but nobody locally has kind of used it for festivals and events like open to public events. So these things are usually rented for parties or, you know, dances and weddings. But I just figure it'll be really fun. And honestly, if it goes well, I might actually invest in some of these equipments to take with me. And the vendor I've been talking to, he's this young Marine down in a different station. And then this is his side hustle. When I heard his, you know, when he told, told me about this, I was like, sure, I'll, of course, like, you know, we'll use one of our own. Just like how I'm being helped by some other spouses in our area who can open doors for me. I, I can't believe like we've never met before. We just know that each other can be trusted. And that's such an incredibly warm feeling. And I'm so incredibly grateful for that. So whenever I can, obviously, I want to extend the courtesy. And oh, God, it's taken me so long to really figure out my strategy. Because obviously, when I first started thinking about it, I wanted to sell everything. I wanted to put my pattern and my art on everything. And then as the more I think about it, oh, at some point, I was so stressed because I, I was going to just like my typical self, spread myself too thin and end up not doing anything well. Just by chance, certain things just didn't work out themselves and died on its own. So I was like, okay, I take that as a sign. So I'm start kept narrowing my focus. At this point, I can confidently say these are the two things I'll be doing. I'm doing my meet and greet where I will be exposing my brand, my art, directing people to my websites for any kind of merchandise because I will be able to actually sit in the bank of arts for the meet and greet. And it's a really sacred, beautiful space. And I don't want to turn that into a retail space. So I told the people working there, I told the director, I will show a few samples, but, and, and people can purchase through my website. It's made to order, but I'm not going to put, cover their space with t-shirts and bandanas. I'll put out a few very well-made samples so people can know what they're getting, but that is it. And the only thing I will be selling in that space will be, uh, prints, postcards, greeting cards, maybe some keychains, and mostly just to talk to people and meet the people, the, the visitors that come to this town, and kind of show that there is this middle layer of people like me that exist as artists. Because if you think about you just very stereotypical artists, you think about the ones that are really young, right? The ones that has piercings and blue hairs and pink hairs or whatever. Or you think about the retirees. And there is this gigantic vacuum in the middle of people that's my age, because God knows, everybody knows you cannot support yourself doing this alone. At least that's what people used to think. But now we have so many doors open for us. If you're willing to be adaptive and keep your mind open, be diligent about the trends and how you can make the ongoing trends work for you instead of being kind of carried away by, you know, clicks and views and likes. Because a lot of them re don't really translate into sales. A lot of the influence don't really translate to sales. By nature, I'm not an influencer and that's not what I'm here to do. And I'm super bad at it. So I still want to keep the focus on my art. I still want to keep the focus on my business. 
And through this experience, I am gradually getting to a point where I think I know where I should be headed, what I should be focused on. So I'm actually letting myself breathe and start to feel a little excited about this event instead of just the endless dread of, oh shit, I don't have anything to show for it. I don't know any, if things are going to arrive in time, what am I going to do? This incredible sense of desperation. So that's past me now because I know that's not my goal. And you know, life gave some, life takes some. I am getting all these wonderful prospects while my garden slowly dies. Well, it wasn't slow. It was a very quick death because it's been so extremely hot while my garden's just completely dead in the backyard because I have not been able to pay it any attention. But one thing I finally did after this entire summer was I bought my daughter one of those play cabins. So there was one at our local Target that she just absolutely loves. Every time we go there, she has to walk in and out, open the door, and then make a little space for herself, bring one toy in or one book in, just sit in and play in there for like 30 minutes. It's not cheap, to be honest. When you sit inside, you see the material they use to build it. It's just like, fuck, I can make this thing myself. I don't have to pay $300 for that. And then they had a sale sometime during summer. It was a pretty good sale, but I feel like I can make it for cheaper. So I didn't buy it. And then, of course, I didn't get to. So I've been kicking myself for not buying it while it was on sale. And I've gotten to a point I was like, oh, fuck it. Even if it's not on sale, even if I have to pay full price, I'm going to buy that for my daughter because she just kept asking about it. And then I can see she truly loved playing it. And I do want to create a little space for her where she can feel safe in. And somebody hands me an olive branch. I was just looking it up online, fully prepared to pay through the nose. And I found that I have a rollback at Walmart. It's not a great color. It's just your you know regular wooden color instead of the pink or whatever. But I'm like, fuck it. I can I at least have time to paint it myself. I take whatever color you have. Just give it to me. And it was only like a hundred bucks. And that just, <laughs> it's so stupid. That brought me so much joy. Like I felt so much weight lifted off my shoulders after I've paid for it. Uh, I mean, I didn't pay for it. My mom paid for it. But still, it's just like being able to finally take that gigantic fucking play cabin off my mind was such a great, great feeling. And then it arrived, it's, it's airing. We were going to put it together and it was more complicated than we were ready for um, after dinner for like 30 minutes. So we put it on the patio to, for it to kind of air out. It has a very strong wood smell. I'm sure it's treated with something. That's another reason I kind of want to paint it. I want to cover it up. But um, yeah, oh, I feel like I look forward to playing or watching her play in it more than my daughter actually wanted to play in it, if that makes any sense. And I did have a thought that I should have just kept it hidden away and bring it out for Christmas. That way, that's the only thing I need to give her. I don't think she's going to ask for anything else. But then I, I grew up without too much delayed gratification. And I honestly don't want to make Christmas that big of a deal. I'd rather just give it to her, let her play with it. And then I think when Christmas rolls around, maybe we'll decorate it. You know, that will be her little space. She can decorate it however she wants. 
And speaking of Christmas, I know I sound like one of those crazy moms who just rose out the Christmas decoration when it's barely fall. But I remember how much I liked having our tree, having everything set up with the warm glows of the lights and the decorations last year. That was my first time doing it ever. I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. I'm still not going to make it overly complicated, but still, it's just that was actually really enjoyable. It was much to my surprise. And it is one of those things that brings me to really appreciate what I have in life. Sure, I don't have a lot of things that I want, but in terms if I really just stand still for a moment and look around, I have everything I need. What I want to do is to make more and create value with the ideas and the resources and the skills that I have. What I don't want is to sit on it and let them go to waste. And obviously, if I can use all these things I have to, to exchange for some monetary gains, that will be awesome. But to kind of look back and then really get to the bottom of why do I want to do these things? That true purpose of wanting to use my skills to create something gives me more motivation than the stress it would otherwise have brought on if I had focused on I just want to make money, if that makes sense. So um, this is today's quick update. I got to dive back to work. Um, my recording work started to pick up again. I've got uh, two new clients. I actually have received one person, not a complete stranger, somebody I've met, but they don't really know me very well. They listened to some previous episodes and then they actually liked it. One person. That's good enough for me. Thank you so much. I hope everybody, let's all hang in there. Let's just don't give up on your health. That's such an important thing. Don't believe any of the bullshit anybody is trying to tell you that being obese is okay. Just eat our product, drink our product, wear our product, do whatever you want because your death means nothing to them. There's always new people being born. So let's get our health together. Keep our eyes on a prize on what we are trying to create with our skills and our brains and our heart. And that's when he said, see you next time.